to teach this afternoon is not one that I came up with. Uh, this is one I came across here several weeks ago. Uh, it was a great blessing to me, and so I want to share it with you. Um, I, I like to take the afternoon session, the afternoon services, and as much as possible make them very practical uh, how-tos uh, from Scripture. And I came across one by Brother Scott Pauley, uh, Great preacher. If you ever get a chance to listen to some of his preaching, tremendous preacher. And uh, came across a, an article that he had done on the benefits of Bible reading and how it applies to our prayer life, uh, how, it, how it helps our prayer life. And I, I know we always talk about we need to read our Bible and we need to pray. Um, and then uh, there's a third thing the Bible tells us that we ought to do, and that is we ought to meditate on these things day and night. And, uh, but oftentimes we don't necessarily see all the connections between our Bible reading and our praying and how they're so closely intertwined. And so uh, I had read some of these things from him, and boy, they just helped me uh, greatly in some things both with my Bible reading and with my prayer life. And so I want to share some of those with you, and since we don't have a lot of time today, I'm going to give them to you in points, and we may take some time maybe next Sunday afternoon to expound on them a little further. Uh, but I want to give some of these things to you. Uh, that uh, were just such a help to me in some things. We're going to look, first of all, in Luke chapter number 18, verse number 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Father, we pray that you'll bless uh, the message this afternoon, and I pray that it will be as much a help to our folks here as it has been to me in my life. And I pray that you would help it to grow us spiritually, to help us in some areas. And so, Father, bless the time that we spend here together. Bless the ladies as they sing in a few moments. And Brother Corey as he preaches and shares what God has laid on his heart with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We ought always to pray. We certainly know this and how often we uh, make very little of it. I was talking to uh, some men, several men, actually, on the subject of prayer in the last week or week and a half. And uh, interesting how God oftentimes ties... His working and His power, His moving in our lives to our praying. Why He does that, I don't know. I'm not sure the purpose of it fully, other than to say that it certainly helps us to rely on God. And it helps us to be a little more sober-minded. When we think of the great revivals uh, that have happened over the centuries and how God used men and women that were seasoned in prayer to bring about these great revivals. And we begin to think about this, and, and the question was brought up to me, and we discussed this with uh, a couple folks here, actually, in the last couple weeks, how it's, it's peculiar that God's desire is for everyone to, to get saved. Uh, and yet, oftentimes, whether or not He brings revival to a situation is oftentimes dependent or hinging upon our prayer life and our praying, and why He ties His working with our praying uh, is one of those uh, mysteries that we may not know the full reason of till we get to heaven. Suffice to say that it certainly helps us to um, depend on Him for what is done in serving. Uh, I think perhaps without the praying, we would start getting proud and thinking that we were doing the work and accomplishing the work ourselves. And so perhaps by praying, we express our dependence uh, upon Him to do the work of the heart. Uh, the other thing I think that helps oftentimes is uh, for the lost world to see Christians that pray and they see God answer those prayers. 
uh, one of the great travesties, I think, in the day we live is how many people in the world uh, have never seen God at work. They don't hear Christians talk about it when God does work. Uh, and uh, many times they just see a lot of Christians who go through the motions of their Christian life and they never have the power of God doing anything in their lives or in their ministries. And people look at that and they become critical of Christ. They become critical of the church. And they, they uh, if we're not careful, we end up bringing a reproach to Christ in the sense that we don't express our praises and our thanks to Him and letting people know what great of a God, how great of a God we have and how He's done great things in our lives and our ministries. And so we ought always to pray. Prayer is a very, very important thing. Now I want us to look at a couple things about how the Bible affects our prayer life. Number one, it instructs us to pray, all right? It instructs us to pray. So uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, and verse number, I think it's verse number 11, we read, pray without ceasing. We are instructed to pray. Um, there are different types of praying the Bible talks about in Scripture, but suffice to say this, that God tells us to pray. Even when Jesus was teaching the disciples, He didn't say if you pray, He said when you pray. And the supposition, the implication of that was that men are supposed to pray. If you're saved, uh, that there ought to be uh, naturally in our lives a prayer time, a prayer life. And so the Bible instructs us to pray. Number two, it gives us guidance for praying. It gives us guidance for praying. Now, turn with me if you got your Bibles handy to James chapter number 4. James chapter number 4. And verse number 3. Let's back up. We'll just read from the beginning of the chapter. From whence come wars and fightings among you, even come they not hence, even of your own lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. And we all know the verse, ye have not, because ye ask not. Oftentimes, we end it there, we don't read the next verse. The next verse says, ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. And so the Bible instructs us how to, it gives us guidance in how to pray, that there are some things that we ought not pray for, because the only reason we're praying for them is to consume them upon our own lusts. Um, I, I've often referred to this uh, with young people um, in teaching them on prayer, that you know if they, if they are at, at 16 years old, and they just pray and say, Lord, I'd like to have a, a, a blue Mustang convertible. Understand that that prayer is going to take at least 40 years to happen. At least that's what it took in my life. Uh, I'm just kidding about that. But uh, when we pray for things that, that are our lust, it, it, then, then the Bible tells us that sometimes we will pray and we will not receive it because we're asking for the wrong motivation, the wrong reason. Look with me in Matthew chapter number 5. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 6. I had chapter 5 up here. Matthew chapter number 6, and let's look in verse number 9. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye. This is the Lord teaching the disciples. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation... But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So the Bible teaches us and instructs us. Now, we've given you two verses here, certainly not exhaustive of the subject. 
But it's interesting to me how oftentimes the Bible will give us instruction on even the things that we ought pray for and the things we ought not pray for, uh, or maybe the way that we go about praying. And so it gives us guidance. Um, I've read books. Uh, I love books by uh, uh, E.M. Bounds on prayer. Fantastic books. If you've never read E.M. Bounds' books on prayer, uh, I would highly recommend them. Uh, John R. Rice has a book on uh, praying, uh, asking and receiving or uh, something along those lines. And uh, there's several books that are out there on praying. But can I tell you this? The greatest book we can turn to on guidance for what we're to be praying for and how we're to go about praying is the Word of God. It teaches us these things. And so is the Bible critical to our prayer life? Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to get in it and learn how I'm supposed to pray, what I'm supposed to be praying for. Uh, number three, sometimes the Bible will go ahead and give us the answers to our prayers. You ever prayed for something and then you come across it in Scripture and go, there's the answer. Isn't that a novel idea? <laughs> Occasionally, God's Word will answer our prayers. And so is it critical? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there are times that it will answer our prayers. Number three, it helps to build our faith to pray. It helps to build our faith. The Bible helps to build our faith to pray. Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Okay, so our faith is built. Have you ever noticed that? The more we read Scripture, the stronger our faith seems to be. And it allows us to pray. The Bible teaches so often that we're to pray the, pray the prayer of faith. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, that we're to pray in faith, nothing wavering. And so the Bible is critical to help build our faith so that we can pray with more faith. Um, and then lastly, it renews our minds and helps us to pray for the things that God would want us to pray for. It renews our minds and helps us to pray for the things that God wants us to pray for. Matthew 6, 33, I think is a great verse for this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. When we pray for things, if our heart is bent on seeking the things of God first, our desires. Um, the Bible talks about, uh, in I think it's in the book of Isaiah, that, um, that He will give us the desires of our heart. If we ask Him, they will give us the desires of our heart. And I don't know that that's saying that He'll give us all of the material things that we want, but if our heart is seeking after God, then we're going to be praying for things that are within His will. And I think that's very, very important. Uh, the Bible talks about in John that uh, ask and ye shall receive. It speaks of those things. And yet all of us can relate to times where perhaps we asked for something and didn't receive it. What was the problem? The problem was we weren't asking within what God's will was or what God's a heart was on the matter. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter number 5. And let's look in verse number 26. Ephesians chapter number 5. And verse number 26. Uh, let's back up to verse number 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it, with the washing of water by the what? Word. The Bible has a cleansing effect on our minds. 
It helps us to have right thoughts. It helps us to pray for the right things. Psalm 119 and verse number 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy what? Word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Psalm 119, 135. Uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Bible does a transforming and a cleansing work in our hearts and our minds so that when we pray, we pray for the right things. We pray for the things that are on the heart of God. And so I want to ho hopefully these things will be a help to us, uh, showing the relationship and how critical it is that the Bible help improve our prayer life. And I'm going to tell you something. I've, I've read this article a while back. Uh, it's probably been, I think, maybe, maybe two and a half, three weeks ago. And, boy, it has, it has made a difference. I was telling somebody just the other day, my sister and brother-in-law at the New Year uh, made some commitments, personal commitments to the Lord to read their Bibles more. And my sister was sharing with me the joy that it has been to read the Bible more. And, and they're doing it in a, in the, from the standpoint of reading it for just personal enjoyment. They both have their own times for studying Scripture, and I know we teach, we teach very much in here about studying Scripture and knowing Scripture and learning Scripture. And as a pastor, sometimes, uh, if I'm not careful, when I read Scripture in my own personal time, I'll always be thinking, uh, is there a message in this? Is there something I can give to the church? And I've missed sometimes some of the personal enjoyment of reading Scripture. So here, several weeks ago, right about the time I found this article and my sister was sharing this with us, um, I, I began to do some things with my Bible reading that I don't, I don't sit down with pen and paper in hand. I, I just open it up and begin reading for the enjoyment of reading it. And I'm going to tell you something. It has been very sweet. Uh, I've enjoyed that. And uh, it has affected my prayer life. It has affected my walk with God. And I want to encourage you in this. I think we ought to always be making those strides and growing spiritually um, to understand the importance that our Bible reading has with our prayer life. And I hope that will be uh, an encouragement to you uh, and a help to you. All right, let's uh, have a word of prayer, and we'll go ahead after the prayer, Jonathan, and we'll end the, the stream there, okay? Father, we're so thankful for your word, how it instructs us in righteousness. And, Lord, we are thankful that you have given us this guidance. We pray that you'll bless it and use it in our lives. May we learn from it. May we grow in your grace. And as we grow, I pray that you would help us to be more effective instruments in your hands, to be used to do your work, that you'll have more to work with, that you'll be able to use the things that we've studied and learned as we go and share with others. Bless the time that we spend here together as we spend a few moments here uh, singing and hearing Brother Corey preach. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So we're going to have, this is Shaley and...